Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with my co-host, co-pilot, and co-commander, Ms. Leanne Whippen, Hall of Famer, I might add. Also, Tamaro Dave and Chris are running around in the back somewhere here, and we're coming to you from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland. We would like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. You can check them out online at PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com. Don't forget, holidays are coming up, and if you are trying to get a really good uh, rib roast, prime rib, whatever you want to call it, um, these guys only grow so many every month, so you might want to put your reservation in early. Anyway, we've got some very special guests this afternoon. Uh, we met these guys in Fort Worth earlier this year, and for the life of me, I don't know why, but I took a liking to them. And, <laughs> and they've mean. had me. Oh, They're very no. likable. They are. They're wonderful, and they're a lot of fun. Uh, you might know them as the boys from Grab Them in the Brisket. If you've never heard that before, don't be offended because a brisket is a very big thing to grab. And mm-hmm. uh, so we've got I'm not going to do all the last names right now, but we've got uh, John, Jan, Matt, uh, James. I don't see Alex, though. I see he's not there. He's MIA. Yeah, he's, he's MIA. He's the railroads right now. So, okay. yeah, we'll be okay. here. Well, welcome to the nation, guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an honor and a blessing to be on the barbecue nation. So thanks for having us. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. I loved being on your show. Where, okay. where, where, where are you guys sitting right now? Like what town are you in? Houston. We are in Pearland, just south of Houston. South of Houston. Awesome. Yeah. We, we kind of migrated a little bit. So uh, our studios moved next door. It was at my house in the, uh, the garage pod. Uh, mm-hmm. So we upgraded into Matt's house. So we have AC, all the comforts of uh, uh, of a home. So I kind of uh, miss hearing the planes flying overhead and all yeah. the going off as all we're the things that home. interrupt everything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, now, so my kid dog. <laughs> let's get let's get a little history on you. Not the kind you see at the post office with your picture and the numbers. But um, what possessed you guys to ever start doing this? Your, your podcast and then your your little you know barbecue posse there so to speak man like a like a lot of great ideas uh we were probably sitting around drinking a cold beer uh or maybe uh shooting some whiskey and we're like you know we, we always got together and just talk barbecue and that's just was our passion and something that we all gravitated towards and we're all neighbors and so we just got together pretty much every weekend drinking beer cooking barbecue and it just we we talk and we talk and, and there's you know obviously there's a lot of funny stories that go uh amongst each other it's like around the campfire you know all these mm-hmm. awesome stories that you talk about and one day i was like 
you know what? We should record this. <laughs> and, and I'm sure we're probably like two sheets to the wind and we were probably just making no sense at all. But, but the next morning, one of us remembered, uh, starting a podcast and we're like, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> so like when it. did you, when did you guys start this officially? Uh, it's been about two years, three and a half years almost. Wow, yeah. really? Oh boy. Really? Time flies. Yeah. Two, three. Yeah. Do I hear four? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're coming up on a year. Me. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. been, I think over a year. Oh no, it is coming up on a year. See, it's coming up on a year. Yes. So it, it does go by really it quickly. Does. So had you had a lot of barbecue experience, I mean, prior to the beers and the whiskey that night, but had you done a ton of barbecue? Had you ever done any competitions? Had you worked in restaurants? I mean, what was the impetus for that to go? No, oh, we can do this. <laughs> well, I guess, I, yeah, you two definitely take this because you have the most barbecue experience. Yeah, I, I think it, it came from, you know, probably James and I were we kind of grew up in this, this barbecue uh, family, you know, our parents had a restaurant, uh, for a while and, and it just kind of, my mom was always cooking at home. My dad was always doing grilling outside. So, uh, my, my uncle actually built my first pit or James and I's, oh. uh, uh, first pit. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I just, we started competing and I became very successful at in, in our area and, and really, and truthfully, we always kind of just thought like, okay, barbecue's big, but it, how really big is it? Is it bigger than like past Houston or because you know what I mean? You're, you're so young yeah. and naive. I and mean, this is 20, mm -hmm. 20 something years ago competing, you know, being very young and starting the competing circuit and whatever else. Right. So um, I really had no idea how big barbecue was and, and how much is blown up or whatever else. But yeah, I mean, uh, that's kind of our our, our background. I mean, yeah, it was like kind of early twenties. We, I think Jan yeah. started at first. He, he started getting into doing competition cooking. And I think it kind of stemmed from my mom. My mom got into doing uh competition cooking uh, just locally here in the, the Houston area. Mm -hmm. And uh, that Jan had, had met a uh, buddy, Ricky, uh, AKA uh, hot dog mm -hmm. and kind of showed him the ropes and just did a lot of um, cooking in the area. And I, I came back from, from college and I was like, uh, he's like, Hey, we're doing this competition here. And I'm like, Hey, I'd like to come out and help. And I think at that time, I think Jan just primarily like focused on doing brisket and that some of those competitions that's really brisket was the king and they really do a whole lot of, uh, pork or they, they did pork, but it was basically like, I, we're just going to throw it down some salt and pepper, smoke it for a while, cut it up, put it in a box type deal. And then Jan was like, Hey, let's team up. I'll do brisket. He's like, do you want to do ribs? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then, so I, I jumped on the, I jumped on the web. I did like so much, like just searching through forums, searching through just anything and everything that I could find. Uh, and this is kind of like not pre YouTube, but there's YouTube out there, but there wasn't as, as much information. I think I got onto, um, uh, quite a few forums and I, I found a few recipes. I was like, okay, let me, let me tweak it up. Ribs. Amazing, yeah. amazing ribs, uh, com. That was one of the first ones that I jumped on there. I was like, oh, okay, sure. I learned a little bit here. And so we went to a competition and of course I'm busting out the, the barbecue sauce and I'm cutting it with honey and I'm adding like a little, little Tabasco and I'm adding little, little, uh, other spices to it. And, and I throw it on the ribs, cut it, turn it in. And it's like, they call and first place ribs. And that, that was the first competition I've ever done. First place oh. ribs. And I was like, wow. Okay. This is, this is pretty awesome. I <laughs> like it. Yeah. 
the, the second competition, it was first place ribs. I was like, wow, okay. I think I did. We did what three competitions? Yeah, three or four in a row. First place. First wow, place. isn't that something? The fourth, I think it was second. And I was like, okay, I quit. I, I can't do this. <laughs> uh, but that's where you got you we where we got the itch and we we started cooking and we we've done competition like all over. Uh, we've joined a few teams and and competed. Me and Jan have done uh, competition as well. So, and then we got the idea to come up with this barbecue podcast where we can share the knowledge and the barbecue and the 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 secrets and the tips and actually learn a little bit for ourselves as well. Because um, oh, uh, yeah. we do a lot of we do a lot of barbecue and we do a lot of failing as well. So I know if people out there they know. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. And then, I mean, obviously having this 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 shared, uh, I guess you would say like. You know, wanted to share the barbecue and Matt, Matt moved in, became a neighbor. Uh-huh. John moved in. He became a neighbor. And now I look at these two guys like they're they're like brothers because, I mean, they they like, oh, my God, look, look what you're doing with this barbecue. But, but, but honestly, I mean, these guys and now they do their own spin on their side of barbecue. And John does his own spin uh-huh. on, on, on his barbecue. And it's, it's just kind of it's it's really cool because. I, to be honest with you, I think honestly, John probably makes a better brisket than than, than I make. That's uh, I, I mean, yeah. I'm being dead serious, <laughs> only because the guy cooks like sometimes up to fifteen to twenty a week. You know what I mean? He, wow, he, he is just I don't know. I, Matt, Matt, same way. So some of the best pork steaks and stuff coming off of Matt's grill that I've ever had in my life. Right. So I mean, so much so that your dad was basically was 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 uh, what was he? yelling at you basically yeah. you're gonna overcook them you're gonna overcook yeah. them like uh, he's got a lot more fat in him than your little uh pork chop. <laughs> yeah. let these go yeah let these go yeah yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he ends up taking a whole state for himself right he's like no nope, <laughs> this is mine I'm just, <laughs> hey, this is for other people too no nope, this is mine i'll take it yeah i think what makes this great is it, it is a mixture of maybe a little bit of old school a little bit of new school uh all of our palettes are a little bit different and, and the flavors and stuff that we experiment with uh, it just you wrap it all up and that's what you get grabbing the brisket from yeah sure yeah. well i noticed uh last week or the week before whenever it was john had this picture it looked like you needed a semi truck to haul all the briskets you were buying i don't know whether you were getting them at costco or winn dixie or just i don't know all the stores down there anymore but do you really cook that many every week it depends upon the week. Usually, uh, usually it's more like eight to ten. But yeah, we uh, and these guys do too. We we do it for the local donut shops. They have they do. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of kolaches. It's basically like this meat filled something or other. Right. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll cook up eight or ten briskets for them, and they spread them out to about half a dozen different donut shops in the area, and that's what yeah. we do. Uh, well, then, I mean, but if you look at last week alone, last weekend was was eighteen to twenty briskets last right. for last Friday that we did, but. Uh, yeah, we ten, did a charity. Ten cook. of those were donated for a charity cook. It basically, they, they raised money and sold sure. uh, for I, I don't know what the cause was. I can't remember, but um, we were too delirious yeah. from staying up I all know. night cooking them. It was yeah. a good time. <laughs> we did nineteen turkeys one time for the employees we had at the time, and I think we stayed up like twenty hours to do that. I had this big oil tank cooker. It was a what? stick burner. Uh, it had never had a drop of oil in it, but it had two big compartments in. We could get 19 turkeys in there, but you had to stay awake and pay attention. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of uh, hop 
flavored beverages consumed <laughs> that, over that time period. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I know Leanne could do it, but I'm not sure I could handle, you know, 20 briskets a week anymore. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's, it's a, awesome. that's a lot of dead cow, guys. Hey, we're going to take a break here on Barbecue Nation. And Leanne and I will be back with the Grab Them in the Brisket Boys right after this. Oh, excuse me. Right after this. Don't go away. everybody it's jt and this is a special version of barbecue nation it is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef welcome back to barbecue nation here on the usa radio networks on jt along with leanne uh whipping hall of famer always got to throw that in there if you want to contact us of course we're on all the social media platforms and you can just go to barbecue nation jt.com and there's a contact sheet there and you can send us and if it's something i don't want to answer i give it to leanne so and she will get back to you so we're talking with uh all the guys from grab them in the brisket uh if you haven't heard their podcast you should it's a lot of fun uh they actually give you some good information in there but they they do have a lot of fun with this and so uh we normally record our stuff too early in the morning to start drinking uh <laughs> but you know i always forget that leanne is three hours ahead of me so she could start drinking I but could. you could like that what where did, you- did the name i was gonna say where did the name come from James. Okay, so no, I think, and I can't even remember. We went through probably like several of them, and we like kind of like okay, let's jot them down, and uh, let's just see what kind of sticks, so to so to speak. And then the we came up with the grabbing the brisket, and I was like, and it, it's parodied off. There's a uh, there's a digital underground song that's called um, it's a Humpty Dance, and, and there's a lyric in the song that says grab them in the biscuit. And I was like, okay, I mean, let's parody that and just say brisket. And so we went with it and I was like, then I, then I kind of reeled it back a little bit. I was like, you know what? I was like, a lot of people are going to think that we're going to be like with that whole Trump thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I was like, I, I'm not saying we're for or against, but I'm like, they're really going to associate us with that. And so we went away from that. We tabled it and we went on some other stuff, just nothing really stuck like grab them in the brisket. And finally, I think we collectively, we all got together. It's like, let's just roll with it. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, and it's yeah. been but popular. We're, I mean, it just, just, we're a Texas, I mean, we're a Texas team. We're a Texas podcast and brisket is, is it? Yeah. King? yeah. It's King right? down there. So, yeah. 100%. So this is, you know, yeah, we definitely went back and forth on the name for a while. And at some point I was like, look, I got to post our first episode. I need a name. Right. <laughs> you come up yeah. with something else. I'm posting it. Yeah. Nothing but a positive experience from sure. then on. Yeah. See, oh. you're, you're in Texas and brisket is king and I live in Oregon and it's hard to barbecue tofu. So, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't say grab them in the tofu. You know, that probably wouldn't go very well around here. No. You're going to get no listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know, guys. You just never right. know. What's been your most um, your most fun thing, your most fun inter- interview that you've done pr- outside of me and Leanne? Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, on your on your show, who who have you really enjoyed talking with? Oh man, it's hard to pick with just one, right? I mean, there's so many. So who's I, number three after these two? Uh, <laughs> smart man, John. Smart. Uh, man. I, I think I, I think for me was um, 
for old for old Hickory, uh, is David David Knight. Yeah, David Knight. Yeah, David Knight was. I, I don't. I, I I just found him to be so intriguing and having him on the show and just I feel like we just when you're talking to somebody you just kind of click sometimes. I just uh-huh. I found everything he said to be just in awe. You know, just awesome. I think it was a really good interview. But uh, yeah, for me that's it, it was a cool interview. You know. Yeah. 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 I kind of felt that way about uh, Joe Davidson. We had him on. It was just oh, like yeah, I feel like you're having yeah. a legend on, right? It's like right. yeah. That's cool. But there's been so many that have been super fun. Uh, and some that are huge names like that. And some that are just, you know, some competition. Uh, guys I think Rodney it. Scott for me, because I don't know why whenever we interviewed him, yes. I just felt like inspired afterwards. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. to do something, you know? Well, but only because he, the process, right. He, he takes, he's, he was out cutting mm-hmm. from, from cutting wood to storing wood to, I mean, the whole trimming business to the barbecue business. Right. I mean, he was from start to finish, you know, it yeah. was kind of, the way he worked or whatever yeah that yeah. was fun uh i i dug shining from uh row cookers uh, that was that was a super awesome just very easy interview and he was so just positive and the knowledge that he put out there i was like okay i was like and it's we, we talked to a bunch of people and in every show and i'll tell you every show there's so much nerves coming back from all of us like Holy crap, Rick's gonna talk to somebody like it's, barbecue legends. real like Hall of Fame Lee. Sure and, they know who, uh, <laughs> and we keep going, like, man, please don't say anything stupid. But uh <laughs> I know, right? You, you go yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I, I feel the same way. And that's what I love about doing this is that you get to talk to people that you aren't necessarily gonna run into or may never meet, but you actually get to have a one-on-one conversation and pick their brain and it's kind of off the cuff. That's what I like what you guys do. That's kind of what we do rather than have a set, you know, schedule of questions that we have to, you know, we go in a certain direction. We don't, we just kind of go with it. And it really allows, I think the guests to go with it as well. And I I think that most people want to hear that. You know what I mean? Definitely, It's still unfiltered too, in a way. You know, well, yeah. we love it whenever we'd be in uh, interviewing somebody and, you know, be 15 minutes into it. And they ask, are we going to start this? I'm like, man, we, we've been going, you know, yeah. That's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just so kind of natural and off the cuff that I think they're not used to that. Uh huh. Exactly. No, I think I think uh, that if you can keep it that way, I think that's I actually think that's the best way. Um, very seldom do we walk into the studio with, like Leanne said, 10 questions or 20 questions. And I've been on shows uh participated in them where they were very structured you know right and and i i don't know you james but i know the rest of these three a little bit and i know leanne very well and that's not coming from a media background that doesn't make really a great amount of entertainment no it doesn't yeah you're like everybody get their scantrons out and we're fixing (laughs) to go abc i hear what you're coming with jt yeah it doesn't make for great just listening yeah 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 people like to if I, if they start to venture off onto something we let them go for a while and if it's mm-hmm. not going anywhere we rein them back in but other than that we just let them talk and if you listen they usually have something to say you yeah. know yeah. and i've found that to be the best way to do this when you're cooking do you guys ever get an internal competition going between the four of you I think there's always been an internal competition between all of us. <laughs> Not necessarily always when we're cooking, but when we're discussing it, for sure. Like if you listen to our show, you know we get into it every once in a while. Like, yeah, 
We're not always on the same page. So, so I, I will tell you this, right? If you were lying all four of us up, right, on a sidewalk and had to start walking, one person is going to start getting in front of the other person, which is to cause another person to get in front of you. know what I mean? It's a yeah. chain. Yeah. At some point, we're going to be jogging and not understand <laughs> why the heck we're jogging. It's a foot race. You know what I mean? So we are very competitive. Yeah, 100%. You're like a bunch of renegade puppies. You know, we are mm-hmm. wow. perfect analogy. Yeah, hooligans, yeah. <laughs> hooligans. Yeah, well, you may regret that I came up with that name for you, but so far it seems to be okay. Um, we're going to take another break. We're going to be back with the Grab and the Brisket Boys. I just love saying that. Uh, right here on Barbecue Nation. Please stay with us. Hey, everybody, it's JT from Barbecue Nation, and my friends down at Smoky Bones have come up with a great summer special for you. For a limited time, get the Rib Feast for only $19.99. Now, Rib Feast comes with a house rack, two sides, garlic bread, and a drink, and that's when you actually eat at the restaurant. Smoky Bones, the masters of meat, well, they have about 63 locations from Illinois all the way down to Florida, and they bring you fire-grilled favorites and barbecue platters every day for lunch and dinner, and it's great stuff. So find a Smoky Bones near you and enjoy their summer rib feast special, only $19.99. That's Smoky Bones, the masters of meat. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. Again, we would like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Christmas is coming. And a lot of people, this household included here, uh, cook prime rib. It's actually a rib, but we won't get into the technicalities of that. And uh, Painted Hills Natural Beef makes some of the best, uh, grows some of the best beef out there. So if you can find them in your area, you can go to their website. They have a store locator and they also ship if you don't know where Fossil, Oregon is, you're going to have to look it up because you can't get there from here. But uh, check out Painted Hills Natural Beef online and also Gunter Wilhelm Knives. Great knives, great balance for a very affordable price. Check them out online, too, at GunterWilhelmKnives.com. We're talking <clears throat> with uh, Jonathan, Jan, James, and Matt today, uh, the brisket grabbing boys. I don't know. You know, somebody just tuned in and they just heard that. They might they'll probably stay with the broadcast for a little bit there, but that's all good. Do these guys have a competition where they just grab briskets or yeah, yeah. yeah we just go into a uh, grocery store. I could tell you one. No, oh, I'm sorry. I, you were hitting me in the back. I'm, I'm like, shut up, James. <laughs> in the microphone here. Uh, I, I could tell you one one quick little story about me grabbing a brisket, and it's actually grabbing two briskets. And it's we we had a I think me and Jan were just throwing it down in the in the backyard, aka the front yard, because the man cave is set up in the garage. So in our smokers, we put them in the front. And so we we beautiful prime briskets. We had the smoker going. We season them up just to perfection. And so Jan, I think, is he's out there. I was like, hey, Jan, go ahead and uh, go because the smoker lid's pretty heavy. I was like, go open the the smoker lid. I'm going to take these briskets out there and probably about a maybe 40 foot walk. And I was like, okay, I got this. So I end up grabbing both briskets from the point, no, yeah, point side and just manhandling. It's just like basically just like, I, 
crossfitting with briskets. And I, I got like halfway down the driveway. And I was like, what? Oh no. Oh no. This is not going to go well. And mind you, this is in the fall. This is, this is, I get up. No, hold on. Hold on. This, this is after I already offered the help. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. okay. So he, he does the walk out and then he does the walk of shame back. Cause he already dropped a brisket. It's it's fall or, or no, whenever the acorns, right? Oak tree, acorns. All the acorns have dropped oh. over multiple times, like by the vehicles and just brisket drops. So both bad. briskets drop. Right? I think, I don't know. I caught one. Do I drop oh, them both? both? I dropped them both. Yeah. And so you pick <laughs> them up and you're like, crap, how do we salvage this? So we had to take them back into the house, get out the, uh, just put them in the sink and just rinse the crap out of them. Uh, still to this day, I think there is still there embedded uh, acorn. 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 Yeah. I was like, let's reseason it and right. just put it back on the pit. Made uh, for hell of a bark. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. You I learn. Th- I think I remember that, James. I think yeah. I, you posted some stuff about that with you holding two briskets and that. And I was I, laughing I, about that. I, you <laughs> learn. And uh, so now I uh, I will never do that again. I'll ask for help. Well, it's funny because I, I can see what, what's happening because you know it's going down and you got two hands full. So it's not like you can use the other hand to grab the other end of it. So you're 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 in trouble. So yeah. I gotta I gotta ask you, did you try like the Charlie Chaplin thing to like kick it with your foot and try to keep it up or anything like that? I, def- I definitely try to knee knee one of the briskets up and try to keep the other one going from down. But they both i think i could have saved one but i tried to save them both at the same time and, and i lost yeah, yeah that's it and how how much grief did you get over that james uh not much at all i mean these guys don't they have a memory like a um goldfish, um, elephant? goldfish or an elephant so they they no I they don't, they don't razz me at all and i'll forget <laughs> i bring it up every chance i get I yeah. bet some more yeah. acorn to this brisket, James. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, just for the same reason that James brings up that he volunteers, I I bring up the fact that he can't carry two briskets. You know what I mean? It's just a. It's well, it's you just, can you can carry two if you lay one on top of each other and they're still in the packaging. Then you can carry right. them like right. that. You know. Yeah. yeah. But if you're trying I to do wanna, the, I didn't want to mess up the bark of the brisket. I just yeah. uh, we just grabbed the back end of it and yeah. go with it. So, so down in uh, so down in Texas, uh, do you have do you favor a certain brand of beef brisket down there? Not necessarily brand. I don't think we we, we generally steer towards buying prime, but even then, it's well whatever the best we can get, right? Whatever's you know the best. The best H E B is going to offer us. Now, so, yeah. the local. Right. You've got the local uh, here here in Alvin. Uh, Look at the competition, right? Then we might yeah. we yeah. might veer for for our company. And listen, big shout out, right? Uh, you got RC Ranch. That's right. Our, yeah. RC Ranch is in Alvin, Texas, which is uh, about I don't know. Uh, Pick a number. Nobody's going to know. Trust four or five <laughs> miles from. <laughs> I'm just saying, four or five miles from, from us. You know, whatever it is, but uh, yeah, they 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 grow some great cattle out there, and they have the Wagyu. Uh, I guess it's a version of theirs or Texas Wagyu or whatever, but uh, they they've got some great product and yeah. So in our area, that's definitely who we're gonna go with. Do you yeah. use mesquite wood on your brisket down there? No, pretty, pretty much no. all. Oak. So uh, I so not uh not for competition. Uh, we don't uh, in in our area. But if we go uh-huh. north, we definitely would. Uh, uh-huh. but I for 
like when we're grilling or hanging out, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Steaks on mesquite wood. Is oh, just, I agree. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, it's yeah. killer. I agree. Yeah. We don't have that up here. We have soggy wood. So, you know, you have to soggy wood. You have yeah. to bring out the blowtorch. Oh. To now, we it. have it. We have in the past, uh, even in competitions, you're just cooking at the house where we would start a fire and we would start a fire with like two or three splits of mesquite mm-hmm. and then let that burn down and then come with the oak on top of that. Uh, so supposedly, you know, again, there's there's a lot of myths and reasons behind doing certain stuff, but it, you get a more um brighter red smoke ring using mesquite versus oak i don't know if it's because it's a harsher wood i mean it just could be just total coincidence but so i i i agree with that because i tend to favor cherry wood when i smoke when when i want a nicer smoke ring i don't know if it's in my head but i just really feel like cherry lends itself to a better smoke ring on a brisket and even my pork for that matter and I don't know if it happens to be the moisture content in the wood and the cherry that I get or or what, but I do think certain woods do give a better smoke ring. I mm-hmm. concur. I I tend to agree and I tend to think that um I like when I'm when I'm using wood, uh I like to use oak for the base. Uh we do uh, seriously, we have a lot of oak up here. And then we have some other woods that I don't use very much of like we have maples and some of those and I don't mm-hmm. I don't use those. Uh but I will go out and buy a couple bundles of mesquite which we do have around here. Mm-hmm. Something like that and uh uh sometimes hickory uh or pecan if you know I need mm-hmm. something on going that way but uh normally uh a lot of people around here use the softer woods like um uh kind of can't even think of what we've got them all over the place here like birch trees and stuff like that they you know they burn very quick though so it doesn't uh it's not really good for holding the 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 embers and stuff to make the smoke Mm -hmm. with they just tend to burn up so Mm -hmm. that's little fun fact about the pacific northwest that you probably didn't want to hear but you heard it anyway so i heard you all use pine up there <laughs> you what i'm sorry so i heard y'all use pine up there no fur we don't have too many pine trees fur. we all got fur <laughs> and the fur goes with the brisket so there you go oh boy <laughs> oh come on that wasn't that bad of a joke um where do you see your, your where do you see it going with the, your podcast? It's doing well. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself uh, as a group or individually in, say, four or five years? Wow. I know. I, we, we should think about that, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any of us really, I mean, I, obviously we think about what our next step is. Uh, I, I don't think any of us have a five-year plan. Uh, it's more of like a, more of a three-month plan, I think, <laughs> before, right? Um, but yeah, I, I think that we're we're looking at, you know, obviously, you know, monetizing more, right? Growing growing a bigger brand. Sure. Uh, I, I I think, you know, that's not really driving the whole thing. I, I think really the big driver for us is is putting out a good content. Um and, and then it, I think it's it's the camaraderie that, that you get. And when when you meet somebody like, hey, listen, I've listened to your podcast 
uh, for 16 hours straight as he drove across, you know, part of the United States as a truck driver. And you're like, you know what? I mean, like, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, that's, uh-huh. that's like, uh-huh. that's what really drives this whole thing, you know, yeah. I guess for us. So I, I, if that keeps happening and I get, None of us move. We're still having fun right. and we feel like yeah. we're growing in the right direction. Right. I mean, well, it, yeah, it's all about growth, right? I mean, if we're, we're growing and obviously we're growing, but we, we have goals um, probably individually and we have goals that, you know, maybe I, I said or whatever. Uh, and this past year, I think, I think we've, we've kind of hit some of those goals of going to, to the American Royal. Uh, going to some of these mm-hmm. larger competitions that we have not been a part of and and move from there to see what we can go from to to go from there. I honestly I, I think I see us um I, I think I see us on TV. I think I oh, see man. us damn I, I, I'm putting it out James there. Yeah. Out there. He went TV yeah. Yeah. I'm good. And, put it, put it, it down to the universe. Yeah. And whether it's like a news clip of Jan running down the street just with his uh <laughs> underwear hanging out, maybe that's what it is. But Hey, I, yeah, you could fun. be like those guys. I just saw them the other night. They're so funny. And they were just a bunch of guys that were friends. And then they just do funny things and people love it. We're going to be back with uh, with John and Jan and Matt and James, the grab in the brisket boys right after this. Please stay with us. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. Uh, we thank you for listening today. We very much appreciate it. Um, Leanne is going to be at the World Food Championships coming up here shortly. She's going to be. Are are you demonstrating and judging, or what are you doing? No, I. They still aren't doing the sampling thing. So, um, they're doing an interesting thing this year. Uh, so they have some master judges for the barbecue, and normally they knock it down to the top ten finalists, and they're actually going to introduce an eleventh person, and so. Uh, Tuffy, myself, Chris Lilly, Ray Lampy. Uh, we're going to go around and actually visually watch people cook, and we are going to score them. Uh, and that will be the 11th slot that will be put in um, up for you know GC. So it's it's oh, kind good. of a cool concept this year, and uh, so I'm looking forward to it. It'll be in Dallas. Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll expect a full report when you get home. Of course. Absolutely. Um, first, you got to take care of your cats, though, when you get home. My cats are all on auto feed, auto water, auto litter. It's pretty amazing <laughs> what you can do with cats. Right. <laughs> what? Do I even have a pet anymore? Yeah. I do the same <laughs> thing with my kids. <laughs> your kids? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Do your cats weigh 400 pounds? No, they they know how much to eat. It's on, you know, you can actually 
put how many cups of food you want at certain times throughout the day. So ah. the, obviously pork chop wins that battle most of the time because it's <laughs> twice the size of the other cats. But anyway. <laughs> so you're able to tell which one eats more. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can definitely tell that pork chop weighs a. Oh, my God, that cat is huge. I uh, love big cats. Yeah, I love yeah. you have a cat named Porkchop. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I have Kobe too. You know, I have to have a, a beef <laughs> representation there. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever get cross with each other? I don't mean in a real serious way because, you know, there's two of you that are brothers. So once in a while, there's got to be a spark there. But do you ever go, now you're doing this all wrong, Matt? You got to do it this way. I don't think we ever do that. Not like no, that. No. Good. No. 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 Yeah. I, I think we, so, so since we're so close, I think we communicate really well. Uh, if there's anybody that's going to go like disintegrate, it's going to be me. And, and then <laughs> I'm going to be true. I, I'm going to go to every single person and tell them like, I, I'm in like a not mean way. Like what I really think, you know what I mean? Like I go overboard and like, don't you think that we should, you know, possibly, are you even looking at the, maybe could you look at, you know, and then so what you're saying there, Jan, is you're the pain in the ass. I probably one hundred percent the yeah. pot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that yeah. though. Janet, Jan and John get into it a lot. Um, me and Matt, we're just I, I think me and just everybody just kind of even kill. Uh, Jan and John just like they they get at it, not like get at each other's throats, but there's a lot of ribbon back and forth, uh, especially on the podcast. Well, I, I think that's good for the listeners. They don't want to hear, oh, we're the best friends. Now they want to yeah. see some uh, activity there, they, a little they, bit of hardcore want, discussion and disagreement. So uh, they want a little drama. They want a little team Jan, team John. What? Right, right. A little we, dirt. Yeah. Some great little sound bites it's, we play on the show. And uh, team Jan, let's be honest. Yeah. Okay, so okay. let's go. Let's go right down the line. Uh, let's start with James. What's your favorite part of the barbecue process? Mm. There's nothing in the rafters. You have to look at the camera. <laughs> no, you know, my favorite part is that very early morning where you, you get up and you start that fire. And I'm talking probably five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. Oh, early. No, yeah, that, no, that early? That's a little late. No, early. no, nobody's <laughs> up. It's just the, the, the sun's coming up. Uh, everything's just calm, still. You got the fire just roaring, the crackling. Um, you're seasoning up the meats. You're getting it ready to go on. That right there is like my zen, my, my, my moment right there, especially doing competitions and, and what have you, because shortly after that, it just becomes all chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John? Well, I feel like you completely stole my answer, but mm-hmm. uh, outside of that, it's for me, it's more about the camaraderie because even like when I'm at the house cooking, I love cooking at the house and I cook at the house all the time, but man, especially when I'm doing those briskets all day long, there's a point where I'm like, oh, God dang, this is exhausting. I don't want to do this by myself all day. But when I'm with them, it's like the time just flies. It's cool. We're hanging out. We're drinking. We're having fun mm-hmm. and we're making some awesome food. So to me, it's more about the camaraderie for sure. Okay. Dan? Uh, it's... Uh... <laughs> We took all the good ones. Yeah. No, I, I for me, I, I'm way, see, I, and this is why we're like, we're, we're, we're all opposite and yet kind of the same. Right. Uh, but for me, it's more like the, the chaos of the, of, of, of the competition. That's what really drives me a lot. Right. Uh, as far as like the, the barbecue uh, side of it. Right. The uh, adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, there's so many things, one turn up, another turn up, another turn up, another turn in, and then, 
Um, you know, and, and it's all the mistakes that happen inside of it. I, I like all of those, those things. Uh, yeah. I mean, huh. okay, Matt, you're yeah. bringing it up the rear here, buddy. Well, I won't just steal James's uh, morning, but I, I also usually always volunteer for that early morning shift, you know, like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. I do love that, like that calm before the storm. But I also love whenever you turn in that final piece and then it's just like that collective, just like, I ah, like that. Just, there's nothing more to do. You did it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you got to sit back and enjoy that beer and just wait for awards. Yeah. And also like, this is maybe a part B of mine, uh, or maybe it is this. This is Alex's. This is Alex's answer. Uh, <laughs> cooking something and putting all that love and all that time and sweat into to creating this beautiful piece of meat, whether it's brisket or pork or whatever it is, and you you get it finished and you turn it over to your friends or family or judges, and they try it and they're like, "Holy crap, this is the best thing ever!" That moment right there. That is the best. Oh, yeah, no, and, and they're trying. Are, are they're trying saying, to reject one that we didn't turn it. Yeah, but are you know? saying right. winning is the best moment, or <laughs> oh, oh, I'm saying winning, or your your family you trying it, or winning. your friends trying it. Yeah, winning. Yeah, yes, right, right winning. Now. Okay, is, okay. We've got about a minute and a half left, so and right. I say I kind of save this for the end. What do your wives think of this? I mean, yeah. do you guys ever actually see your wives anymore, or do you <laughs> just hang out in the garage? I, to be honest with you, that's uh, a great question because. Uh, I, I think, I think our work life balance has gotten better, <laughs> right? Matt's not so sure about that. I just saw that. I, flash why do I, like, why do I think the wives think you're cooking dinner right now? Yeah. <laughs> dinner, dinner's already cooked. Dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when we're recording, I think that day, at least for me is my most productive day of the week. Cause I'm going to make sure everything's done before yeah. I leave the house. Yeah. Like yeah. she's like, Oh, it's, it's, it's podcast day. He's going to clean the house and do the dishes and do the laundry. Cause I don't want to hear when i leave yeah honestly my wife is super supportive and i think all of our wives oh are yeah they, they really are really supportive of the whole thing guys we got to get out of here we've been talking to and i'll tell you their names jonathan lathrop jan moore james moore and matt sorich and these are the grab them in the brisket guys i recommend you listen to their podcast it's a lot of fun you never are sure what you're gonna hear you're gonna hear about barbecue and cooking but you're never sure how you're gonna hear it but i recommend them and guys thanks for taking the time and you're gonna stick around for after hours that's part of the contract so definitely 100 we're gonna get out of here we thank everybody for listening thank you leanne uh, dave and chris and everybody and remember our motto here turn it don't burn it barbecue nation is produced by jtsd llc productions in association with envision networks and salem media group all rights reserved